Hi there. My name is Ian McNaughton. This is the Speak Your Peace podcast. Thank you very much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, this is just a heads up and FYI for those who don't know. Scott and I are going on a vacation, as I say with air quotes. Uh, we're going to be taking time off from the pod. Uh, we're going to, I should say, we have one more podcast lined up um, within the next week, essentially. And that's more of just a kind of a fuck around. I'll post that whenever. It's not as scheduled or as timely. We're just going to talk for like an hour and a half while we drink and just a, a more fun pod. Uh, but essentially, Scott and I are going to be taking at least two weeks off. Scott probably will take the whole month of April off to focus on exams in school. Uh, I'm going to be taking the extra two weeks off. I'm going to have Easter off with my family. I'm going to take just some time off just to focus on the silver tips, the lacrosse stuff, uh, some other brand stuff that I've been wanting to do. So pretty much we're both going to be off for two weeks, and then I'm going to be getting back to normal. Uh, and in case you're wondering about like the Ian McNaughton shows, uh, my other shows about rugby and F1, uh, I know I'm behind on those, and it's just with school I've been focusing on that. So the, the shows have been lacking. I, I've been meaning to do a bunch of shows, especially with the F1 season starting this week and the NASCAR season starting to get going. Um, it's really busy, and that's just why I haven't been able to do it. Doesn't mean that we won't do it. Doesn't mean they're all done. I'm still going to be doing more. It's just right now I'm in a very, very busy time, and it's going to be like that for a little while. Uh, but again, thank you very much for all your support. It, it's greatly appreciated. We, we love all the interactions we get, the engagement that we get, um, and, and we know the podcast is a big part of it. It's just we need to focus on the schoolwork and just getting that done and the exams done for the next two weeks here. Uh, so hopefully you understand. I'm sure a lot of people who are listening to this are going through the same thing and are totally understanding of where we're coming from. So shouldn't be the end of the world. And and with how time flies these days, uh, two weeks will feel like nothing. So should be great. Again, go follow us on Instagram at speak you peace. Uh, you could go check us out on Twitter. Uh, go take a look at the new website in case you're wondering uh, our buddy Fu uh, Fuji, Alex, you may know him as, uh, he's our new NBA creator. Uh, uh, this podcast comes out on Wednesday, the 24th. Uh, he's been gearing up with a bunch of written content uh, for the trade deadline on the 25th in the NBA. Uh, so go check out some of that stuff at Speak Your Peace. That's the actual like full speak prop, full proper Speak Your Peace, Y-O-U-R, peace.ca. Um, and, and again, if you haven't already, go subscribe to us on Spotify and iTunes. Go subscribe to us on YouTube. That's where you will see the visual portion of the pod. Um, and we got a lot of great content coming this summer. Uh, we're going to be doing more content this summer, which I'm, I'm really excited to see and really happy for, especially with sports coming back too. It, it makes life easier for us. So uh, thank you again very much uh, for all your support. Um, we, we got a bunch of stuff coming up here in the next couple of weeks, but after that smooth sailing, at least for myself. So thank you again and enjoy tonight's podcast that we recorded Tuesday. Um, I'm, I'm doing this voiceover Tuesday. Enjoy tonight's pod, uh, with Scotty K, Katie Reddy, Hannah Dean, Caitlin Hughes. We talked about the bachelor. We talked about a bunch of other stuff. Great 45 minute listen. It, great time had by all. And I, I really think you'll enjoy it. So. Enjoy the podcast, and uh, again, please tell your friends.
Uh, welcome to Speak Your Peace podcast. My name is Ian McNaughton. Thank you for joining us uh, this evening. Uh, we are doing another, uh, I guess this is a Bachelor episode. This isn't a Bachelorette episode. We're recapping The Bachelor. We might be previewing the next Bachelorette season. Bit of both, yeah, a bit of both for sure. Scott's more of a co-host on this podcast than I am. So with that being said, uh, SYP creator Scott is with us. Uh, thank you, Scott, for coming on. And then uh, we have our regular crew of Bachelor. I don't know if creators or correspondents anyways, just people who Ooh, like to chat about. Bachelor correspondents. Whatever you want to call us. Okay. We'll take any name. Take any name. Okay. Um, we'll, just, we'll say correspondence for now but anyways uh caitlin hughes katie reddy anna dean thank you all for joining us uh maddie maddie could not be here she is supporting kevin's Fortnite addiction uh (laughs) so this is surely going to be a a great episode um scott i guess i'll throw it to you first uh if you want to kind of give a quick recap on the bachelor season and kind of your biggest takeaways so yeah, the, the season ended last week, last Monday. Um, it was definitely a surprising finale, to say the most, or to least. Um, I watched a lot of it and didn't, definitely didn't expect what happened. Um, basically, Matt James showed up with a beard, and people that had seen the previews knew that like he, something had happened, and he was a single man at the point. I mean, props to him. He has such a great beard, but he was single, and... Obviously, as people, as people have seen the show, um, he is a single man. Um, the the woman he picked to be his his wife, Rachel McConnell, was originally um, his choice, and they were engaged for five or six months, I believe. And then um, things went down. There were some things from Rachel's past that got brought up, and those were just big red flags to Matt. And he ended ended the engagement. And un- yeah, unfortunately, they're just not together anymore. But he, good for Matt for believing in what he, you know, believing in himself and what he wants in life. And yeah, that was, that was the gist of it. And Matt is a single man. So ladies, he's a handsome guy. He's mm-hmm. on market. So yeah. former uh, Wake Forest wide receiver, Matt James, I believe if I'm Matt corrected, James. that's the one thing I, I know about the dude. I don't know anything else except that he played for Wake Forest. Um, I'll throw it to the girls. Whoever wants to talk first can go ahead. Uh, but w- was there a, a favorite part? What was your favorite part of the season? Or what was the part that you really enjoyed the most? Katie, I guess I'll start with you. What was your favorite part from the season? Oh, boy. Um, the pressure. My favorite part from this season. I don't know. I I, I kind of didn't love this season. Like, I found a lot of the girls were just so mean and petty and, like, how much of that is maybe scripted and like, like, or made up more than we, or, you know what I mean? Like made up more for TV than it actually was. I don't know. But I just found like a lot of the girls were just really mean. And like, I didn't love that. Um, but my favorite part. You say, you're saying that if you wanted to watch an episode of Mean Girls, you could have just done that. You didn't need to watch The Bachelor to watch Mean Girls. Yeah, basically. Um, I don't know, honestly, like a, f- I don't know if it was my favorite, but just like a funny thing coming to mind is um, when Matt and Rachel did their hometown state and they went skydiving and Rachel like full on ate shit when coming to town. <laughs> and it was very funny in my opinion, like she's okay. You know, it's not like she was actually injured. She was fine, but like, it was just a bit of action, you know, kind of fun. It is kind of, it is like, cool but not like you shouldn't really be laughing but like real friends laugh. no but like she's okay you know yeah but like, we, you can 
I was gonna say it's got it's okay. It's yeah. she probably laughed at it too. They'll probably all laugh on it when they look back. Um, it's fine. Caitlin, favorite part of the season? Uh, I guess this kind of how to intro this would be like I personally really wanted Michelle to win, who ended up being the runner up, uh, and kind of everyone wanted Rachel to win from the get go, and I also did. But as soon as Michelle showed up, I like really took a liking to her. So I think my favorite part of the season was watching their relationship grow. Um, I thought it was interesting because normally uh, Bachelor and Bachelorette, they travel all over the world every week. And obviously with COVID, they're um, staying in one place. But there was this particular um, date, like they they, uh, rappelled down the, the hotel instead of like rappelling down a mountain and doing cool, like cool stuff, they rappelled down um, the hotel. And I thought that was kind of cool. And I also think that Michelle's family, her parents were a really uh, great example of what love for a lifetime really does look like, like they're getting older and then they were still um, just like so in love with each other. And I think that that was a cool thing to see in parents when a lot of the times, like only a mom shows up or only dad shows up on this show. I think that was kind of cool as well um and obviously that didn't work out for michelle with matt particularly uh but i just still think that was cool it sounds very like james bond-ish like rappelling down a hotel like gotta save the you world. you wish yeah <laughs> you wish, you wish it was like honestly just like the dollarama version of what it should have been <laughs> that's that's a great point i like that hannah did you have a favorite part from this past season of the bachelor I don't know. Um, oh, this is only my first time watching The Bachelor because it was my first time watching The Bachelorette last season. And I'm kind of finding that like as much as the, like when it gets down to like five people, four people, like just the like final three, how like, you know, the love connections are being made. It's like, wonderful you get to see how things end up I kind of like the beginning of the season better like I'm just like more you like the the I said you don't like the sappy stuff you like the petty I don't know I don't know it's not even the petty it's just like the the like ooh, who's like who's gonna go home this week there's like so many more choices and it's like oh like you don't know who he's gonna pick or like who's he's gonna vibe with that week like that kind of stuff I, I don't know what it is or just like beginning I find the beginning more like entertaining I'm with you this too, season too. Yeah. in in both both uh bachelor bachelor I think it's also more entertaining and just seeing like again this is for bachelor like a bunch of dudes in one place it's kind of funny not gonna lie um yeah and the women do their the drama is just off the charts and again key to your point like it sure it might be a bit scripted and they're probably is a lot of that especially this year but they're definitely you definitely get a good laugh out of it for some of it and it's, it's definitely mm-hmm. fun. yeah so overall I just too with the oh I was just gonna say with yeah. the girls versus the guys um when it came to like fantasy suites and stuff the girls were like so much more like they they talked to each other about it like when they came back and whatever like oh what'd you do how was it but they were also so much more like worked up about like oh my god like Matt is sleeping with another girl like he's spending the night with her versus the guys were kind of just like trying not to think about it they were just like my date's tomorrow like I'm just not gonna worry about it like yeah yeah 
and like that was interesting too because yeah like, to- total totally male dynamics I was gonna say total male thing to just push it down not deal with it don't talk about it and <laughs> don't express feelings it's great I love it it's great um so overall what would we like using the big eats five-star method how what would we rate this season on like a five-star like like out of five stars was it good three okay three i would say two yeah yeah. i don't have anything to compare it to okay three i'd say two two stars um do we are we gonna give a reason to like if you want i mean i just i like to know why this it seems like you guys aren't as hyped about this past season obviously there's some issues outside of that but uh, it just seems like you aren't as hyped about this season and what we just saw compared to the bachelorette I think a lot you of know, I feel like part of it is because we couldn't watch all together as often. Mm. Ah, yeah. I think I watched be... like, like, you know, that would yeah, like, last... mean, like reading break and everything. We just only watched as a group of four, like twice. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, what were the, I, yeah, go ahead. I, okay. Yeah. I, I like The Bachelorette a lot more than The Bachelor. I like when there's a lot of guys. I think they're funny. It's funny to watch them interact with each other and like live, you know? Um, Whereas the girls again were just like mean and I was like kind of getting annoyed with them. Um, And then I spoiled this season for myself. So I knew the winner like a while ago. So I like, I knew what was going to happen. So there wasn't that like, like surprise factor um and yeah I don't know I don't know why I didn't love this season I just didn't love it so so how many like this is for everybody how many people on this show do you think you would actually be friends with in real life because you talk about pettiness and you just talk about a lot of like anger two people that you actually like you would actually like genuinely like think you could be friends with I would 100% be friends with the two girls out of the three top the two sorry the person that came second and the person that came third in this show I'd be friends with like Michelle was a beauty she's a teacher she seems like God's gift to the world and Mm -hmm. I think that Brie just seems like the nicest person ever also she fully quit her job to finish this show because she ended up going further than she was expecting and I think that's also just a testament to like her character as well so I think those are like the only two people I could be friends with. Everyone else got involved in something and they were just so annoying. Yeah, I'd be friends, I think, with those two. I liked Serena P. I always liked her. She was like one of the Canadian girls. Um, she got very far too. She was top four, which is, yeah, cool yeah. to see. Yeah, um, I'll be there. So yeah, I'd be friends with maybe three of them out of the, what, how many start? 30? 30. 30-ish, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Scott, how many friends do you think you would be with? uh... Well, let me just preface with this: I would definitely be friends with Matt James. Um, He's, (laughs) I think he's actually a beauty. He's such a good guy, and also his buddy Tyler Cameron's really cool. Oh my god, love him! Yes, and uh, Bachelor Nation loves Tyler Cameron, and I think I think Tyler's a beauty too. Um, I don't know anything about Tyler Cameron. That dude's got two first names. He he must be successful. They both have two first names. Yeah, exactly. Like, like they, like they both have two first. Like, that's my theory is that if you have two first names, you are just bound to be more successful in life. I don't know what it is. It just works. I have two first names. It's yeah, just exactly. One of them is a male's name. You know, it works. <laughs> <laughs> and I, just, I purely base it off sports with like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. That's all it is. There you go. Um, I'm also with Katie. I, 
I think Serena P is really cool and she's a good Canadian girl. So mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. So, yeah. Do, do we have this conversation the last time we were on about, uh, was it Serena who was like from Toronto, but not actually Toronto? Yes. Same, same girl. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's always great where you just don't say where they're actually from, but Hey, they're from Toronto because Americans don't know geography. So you know what want to know something funny too, Ian is that, um, they had to do for their like top four, they all had to do a date with Matt and they literally made the date the most cringy Canadian date. They made it like, take a shot of maple syrup. Like there's a moose, there's a Jersey. Let's go play hockey. Like love it. But I was so disappointed. I was like, everyone else got to do like activities and fun things. I feel like, although they had to bring, bring Matt to their hometown without going, I was just like, what are you doing? Or like poutine. And then like, I like poutine a lot, but like so much. much I think I saw that. I saw one of the photos of all the disgusting food that they were serving there. And it's like, that's not what actual food looks like. Mm -hmm. You guys know that, right? And (laughs) it just just looks disgusting. But um, I I guess the next question is like, who, who do we hate the most after this season? I think we have an answer, but who do we hate the most after this past season? Okay, well, I think the obvious answer is Victoria, but I will say I disliked Serena C, so a different Serena, equally, almost if not more, because she, I think, Victoria was, like, putting on a show and was, like... A little bit dramatized. A bit, yeah, but Serena C, I just thought was, like, I don't know, she was just, like... Oh, and um, Anna, too. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I really, really, really entertaining men Hermione. Yeah, true. I didn't like, like, I didn't like that part that Anna was, first of all, she was mean, but also she was like, so, um, I don't know the word, like, so mean to, I think her name was Brittany, about the fact that she was possibly an escort, like, it was just a rumor, but also like, if she was, so what, like, okay, you know? In the Women yeah. Tell All, one of my favorite things about that entire episode was when Brittany sat down to get talked to by Chris Harrison. And, you know, she defended herself and said how much the rumors hurt her and how Anna should have never made an assumption that she was an escort, nor brought that to national television. But I think the most poignant part was she said, we should never be placing sex workers on a different level than any other occupation and you've already then established like a stereotype or just like another like level of wrong it's not just like oh you're assuming what I do based on my looks or based on things you've heard it was more like you're placing a whole category of people into like an undesirable kind of light Mm -hmm. and I thought that was really poignant Mm -hmm. for sure I do have Unless there's anybody else that you guys really hate or really dislike that you want to get out there. Anything I, else to get off our chest? Yeah, something else that you really dislike. I wanted to discuss uh, somebody who was of interest to me. I remember before the start of the show was, uh, I think her name was Kit. Was that the 21-year-old who was like trying mm-hmm. to get with Matt, who's Matt's, I guess, 28? Is, is he 28 or something? I don't know. Anyways, just yeah. like the age difference and just at 21, you've already decided, yeah, I'm going to go and try and marry this guy. It's just like, Jesus, okay. Well, fair enough. Good on you. I don't think I could do that at 21, but good on you like if you think you can. All of us, essentially. And she was like, yeah, Bachelor. Well, to be fair, she joined The Bachelor and was a potential candidate, but she actually walked herself out. She said that she was not ready 
So normally like the bachelor ends up sending people home, but yeah, I guess that's just a testament to like our age and her age and it just being like really the wrong category. I was just thinking thinking personality wise. Like, I don't think I have the maturity to even like think about something that far, like that serious and just like good on her. You know, if she thinks she can do it, fair enough. Go for it. I mean, like, I don't know if, I don't know, like, I don't want to speak for Kit, but, like, I think she maybe didn't think she'd actually get as far as she did. Um, and Used it for the clout. Going on the show to go on the show and, yeah, like, get more well-known. And then she got pretty far, and then she was like, oh, shit, like, I'm not actually ready to be married to this man. Like, what mm. am I doing here? So she sent herself home, you know? It sounds like that was the topic, or not the topic, but it sounds like that was a realization that a lot of people came to during this show, which, I mean, fair enough. If you don't think you're ready, you don't think you're ready. Um, Before we move on, any other takeaways or any other thoughts before we end on the show and move preview to the Bachelorette season coming up? Any any other hot takes, takeaways, discussions that you want to get get off your chest, as Katie says? I thought it was kind of um, funny in the after the final rose um, when Matt and Michelle got to talk to each other oh, yeah. and she was and like she was like expressing her feelings and like whatever well you know heartfelt talk and then they were kind of like joking after and she was like I hope you learn to like kiss with your eyes closed and also like right. say like come up with better lines than like thank you for sharing or I can't remember what, oh, what yeah. it was that he always said. Yeah, uh, I thought that was good because I, I noticed that too. Like, they'd be like, I'm falling in love with you. And he'd be like, I really appreciate you telling me that. Yeah, that was really <laughs> Which is like, he can't say I love you to everyone, but yeah. he was just like, like, yeah. It's definitely like if someone's like texts him, I love you. And then he's just like, K. And then that's yeah. just the end of the conversation. That's just similar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's like, thumbs up. Like <laughs> <laughs> double thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, I think the the kissing with the eyes open thing, think that needs to be addressed here. Uh I noticed that out of everyone. I noticed that way before. Like first oh, episode yeah. I was like, Oh my god, and this is all like, the like, he's eyes open. And I was like, Oh my god, his eyes are open. And then it just literally <laughs> made me question every man I've ever kissed. So I was like because <laughs> then at the end he was like I didn't know that was a no-no. And I was like, do other people? What? Yeah, he was like, I didn't know people don't do that. And I was like, people, like you don't know people don't do that? Here's what? your clickbait. That's Kiss the clip. with your eyes closed. <laughs> well, isn't that like, uh, there's, uh, I feel like this is like a common thing, but it's like, you can't sneeze with your eyes open. Like you yeah. just do it. Like, yeah. it's just ha- like, it's just how it is. And I feel like that should be like the same automatic, like, you do it with your eyes closed. Like, I don't feel like... Yeah, what are you trying to see, you know? <laughs> That's my question. What do you... One see? lip yeah. touches the other lip, turn on. Like, like, I don't know. It would be like a full-on nose shot. Like, that's all you'd really see. I don't know. Yeah. Weird. My vision's not that great anyway with glasses. But yeah, I wouldn't add much with the eyes open. Um, <laughs> any other takeaway, like, things we should mention before we move on to uh, to Bachelorette? No. All right. That's that's good. Uh, Bachelorette. So who, Scott, do you know, or do anybody know who is going to be in this upcoming Bachelorette season? I do know, actually. And this was after the final was a big drum roll. 
Um, this year, we have two bachelorettes coming on the show this year on the ABC. Um, Katie Thurston, I believe is her name. She's from Renton, Washington, actually, in the motherland. Ooh. So Ian's already interested. <laughs> in um, yeah, she'll be the bachelorette. Ian, Sorry, go ahead. I feel like we should um, introduce her by saying that her intro to Matt when they first met was bringing a dildo or vibrator. Oh. oh. And being yeah. like, you can replace my vibrator if you want. Oh, that was like, their interaction. I, yeah, she like she had it behind her back, and she's like, "I'm bringing you something that brought through me through quarantine, and I just thought I would share it with you." And like shows him, and then he's like, "But you're like welcome to take over." <laughs> wow, that is bold. He's a legend. She's bold. Yeah, she's she's good. a legend. Like, if we. Like I will let you introduce the second one, yeah, but I have sure. some love for Katie. Sure. Yeah, Ooh, we'll get okay. we'll get into Katie Thurston later, who's from Renton, Washington. Ian's already east soaked about that. Um, the second bachelor is gonna be Michelle. And she, as we've talked about before, she is awesome, undoubtedly awesome. Um she's not from Renton, Washington, I'm guessing. Not from, she's a teacher from Minnesota. Um oh, her, okay. they they had her class on in one of the dates. They seem super cool. Um that was cute. And her season will be aired, I think, like in january next in 2022 and katie season will be aired sometime in the fall i believe no summer um, i think yeah is that right okay um anyways mm. we'll get into let's talk about katie first since you guys are chomping at the bit to talk about her um but yeah she's <laughs> awesome and i'll let you guys take it away i feel like uh well that intro was just like in my opinion the most memorable one or one of but then also throughout the entire season like katie was mentioning there were just a lot of people who just had like kind of ill intentions and I feel like their goal was not to get to know Matt honestly it was just to like beef with other people and then not really take ownership of the beef that they had started and um she was just kind of always the first to try to settle like beef in the house which is honestly really important because like they do have to live together for multiple weeks and if that's going to become a place that like you can't even put up with then the stressors of just like being in a relationship will just make honestly make you leave so that I really respected about her I also felt really sorry for her because her very last date um she got asked on the one-on-one of the week and he brought her to literally like everyone else gets like activity dates and everything and and Matt brought her to spy on Tyler Cameron who's his best friend who Scott was mentioning earlier was there and he was getting massaged and she just like acted they were like spying on him and telling the masseuse to do like whatever it was and, like, like that's big- funny in theory it was like a prank and instead of getting like time with him it was like time to prank his friend and then he sent her home at the dinner so like I thought that was super abrupt and I feel like she deserved a lot better, especially for like what she was putting into the show. And then I guess like bachelor's way of thanking her for that or giving her recognition is like making her bachelorette. So that's kind of cool. Hmm. That sounds like a dick move. Yeah. I was like really shocked. They were having dinner. The rose like sits there while they eat. And then Matt normally gives the girl the rose on the one-on-one or if not, then they are sent home and he picks it up and they're having this deep talk and he picks it up and he goes, I don't remember what he says, but he, I, like, can't, I can't give, give you, you this rose. Yeah. Picks yeah. It up, give, shines it right in her face, like teases her and goes, so I can't give it to you and puts it back down. You know, I was like, Matt, come on. Yeah. Don't do that. 
That, yeah, I don't know. That's a dick move. Yeah. Um, but so I didn't love him in that moment, but. But Katie, we're big ups on. We're big ups with Katie. I, yeah, she's cool. Yes, I loved her on the show, like on the season, like Caitlin was saying, she was, I think, the only girl that would like call out any of the bullshit, basically. Um, and I, I really liked her. I just don't know how she'll do as like the Bachelorette. I don't know. I'm in. I agree. I agree with that. I just love how she was, but I don't know. I don't want to say she's a great candidate for Bachelorette, but you never know. Well, we will find out. Didn't think Claire Crawley was the best either, but here she was, and then she left. Well, yeah. <laughs> so you said there's two seasons so kate we're okay with but it's like a little bit of an asterisk like we're okay like should be good but it could end poorly interested to see yeah interested to see i like that um who's the other one scott that you mentioned i totally forgot already michelle the one from minnesota she's a elementary school teacher okay yes yeah she was the one runner up yeah she was runner up to um rachel in matt's season and that's that's normally how it works normally the runner-up of the season gets the call to be the bachelorette the next season that's normally how it works but obviously there's all kinds of different circumstances so um yeah so basically michelle will be the second bachelorette and we i was gonna say and we like michelle yes i'm so excited michelle i think she's gonna be good yeah like be a good bachelorette i think okay i like was a little concerned like I mean I know that's usually the runner-up but I feel like that would be so difficult to like be so invested in someone and then for like producers to be like hey but do you want to date all these men like a couple months afterwards like you know it just makes you wonder if she still has like residual feelings kind of but I guess that's how it normally goes so but I feel like seeing her with Matt, she was kind of like, okay, like, like she wanted to get that closure with him. And then she did at after the final yeah. rose. And then she was like, boss ass bitch, you know, she was like, I'm ready to go. Like, I'm looking hot mm-hmm. as hell. I'm going to go be the bachelorette. Come at me, boys. So it might be hot girl summer with Michelle is what we're hearing. Oh, for, yeah, for sure. Hot girl winter, January, 2020. Hot girl Two. winter. Okay. Uh, I like Girls that. Yeah. She could do a hot girl winter. Um, Scott, do we want to get onto the mailbag here uh, before we move? Is there, unless there's anything else Bachelor related, I don't know much else about Bachelor related content, hashtag content that we no, should be doing. I think we're good. Again, there's, you know, not a whole lot going on for a couple months now, but once we get into the summer and then early next fall, it'll be uh, like back into it. And yeah, it's, it'll be, I'm, it'll be fun to watch for sure. I think, I hope it'll be a little more entertaining than the Bachelor season was. It wasn't, to me, it wasn't as entertaining. I found it hard to watch every week but the bachelorette the one we previewed the first time like our first bachelor content that we did on syp was really good and hopefully it's as close if not better this time so i just miss victoria i'm on record for saying i miss victoria just because she did well for us content wise <laughs> like numbers wise that's the only reason i'm too i'm upset that she got uh, eliminated early um but yeah hopefully it's going to be much better you guys again the bachelorette seems to really bring it up another level but i guess we got to go through some sort of off season before we get into the next season yeah all right mailbag time um, all right scott Ian, go ahead this is one of our favorite segments to do um so question from we have three questions um kate five in kevin renata you guys know him very well um he asks why is this is us the best show on earth i have so many reasons 
Um, okay. Again, I just want to say, I remember when that first show first, I've never seen an episode. I remember when that show first came out because Sunday night football, when I was watching football, they would do the ad reads for this is us. And I'm like, Oh, Tuesdays, eight o'clock. I should tune in one time and see what it's like. Cause apparently it's a pretty good show. And I've just never tuned in. I've just, I've always gone to like a basketball or hockey game. I always mean to go watch it and I just never do. So apparently it's good. Not the, don't listen to me. I'm just an idiot, but listen to the people here who actually know about the show. So let's yeah, let's hear it. What are your thoughts on the show? I mean, I actually started watching. Um, I think like maybe start of December. Like I have not been watching at all, but it was so good that I cranked through it all of like winter break because we had three weeks instead of two weeks, and I just cranked through it. And now I'm three episodes from the end of Netflix. So I've been going through it, but um. It's a really great show. I think it does a really cool job of touching on all the like different ways that life can go. So like there's some adoption, there's some oh can you guys hear me? We have a little yeah, yeah we can hear you. Your screen's coming cutting in and out every once in a while, but bit of a leg though. Oh it's interesting. A, um, is that Kelowna Wi Fi that's so I was great. gonna say it shows <laughs> There you go. Now it's, it now shows it's all the different types of like ways that life can go and I think um like there's life there's death there's adoption there's IVF there's I don't know it just like takes you on this like really big emotional journey and I am just in love with it and I and they always end the seasons on such an interesting like note that you genuinely have no idea where they're gonna pick up on the next thing Mm -hmm. like the next time and also it does a really cool thing where it like flashes to the kids as kids and then the kids as adults and everyone old and young and that's been really cool too I think um Caitlin you've ha- you're not caught up Netflix yet I only have three more episodes of you can no I'm not no, gonna spoil I just caught up from what's on Netflix like two nights ago um but yeah, yeah like Oh, I love this show. It shows them, yeah, as kids, as like older kids, as teenagers, as adults. And it's just like all these different storylines. Like the directors of the show are just so smart, you know? Like they're really forward, yeah. I think. Um, and it just all came together. I don't know. It's it's good. Uh, does Kevin actually watch This Is Us? Yeah. Yeah, no, he loves it. We all love it. This Kevin's practically my roommate and all three of us big plus from 1620 country club drive <laughs> way, way to plug your address that's yeah like, that's i was gonna say that's yeah, a that, cool that's thing. on we didn't do that since like the first last time we did it was probably like one of our og pods that like we would plug our address well, well no we all, i'd always just say it's our secret recording location and i just say where scott lives and then yeah, we just you. do yeah. and then we just do that <laughs> of course that's always how it is um all right any other thoughts on this is us or we're all big ups on it good show Okay. everyone loves it all right so our next question is from ian's and our close friend of the show jevin good guy go check out his pod shameless plug. plug no big deal um he has two questions so the first question will be he said how would i do on the bachelorette he's five foot seven well I is that part of the question that's the height legit yeah he, yeah, he just said he's five seven yep 
I don't want to judge someone because they're five, seven. I don't know anything else about this guy. Well, we do that with Keith all the time. And I think <laughs> Jevin has a better shot than Keith. I, I'll say that much. I think, I think Jevin has a good shot of, of doing well on the bachelorette. But Jevin has a girlfriend, dude. I, my yeah, you see, that's the, that's the one drawback that he has for him is that he's got a girlfriend. That's a bit of a, that's a, bit of a drawback. Yeah. Jevin. Shout out Keith. Thing. I love Keith. Yeah. Shout he's out okay. Keith. He's, he's okay. We love Keith. Ian and Keith have their like there's their weird beef. I don't know what it is, but anyways, it's it's a whole thing. Um, so I, I'm yeah. champ, by the way. We haven't adjusted yeah, that, but I am champ. <laughs> okay, we'll save that discussion for later. Anyways, um, so Jevin, Ian and I know, know Jevin well. He do well, but don't go on the Bachelor. You have a girlfriend, so go be with your girl. Don't go on the Bachelor. Um, then a third question, also from Jevin, good guy. Um, this is a question that you guys are gonna really like. So. He says team one or team two, and they're, t- they're TV shows. So team one is Office, Grays, and Suits, and team two is Friends, Game of Thrones, and Big Bang Theory. What are we thinking? Team one or team two? One. Hannah's one. Hannah's one. I forget the shows you listed. Okay, so team one <laughs> is The Office, Grays Anatomy, and Suits. Team two is Friends, Game of Thrones, and The Big Bang Theory. Oh, okay. I have never seen Suits. Yeah. But obviously, The Office and Grey's are pretty classics. Um, I also have never seen Game of Thrones. I feel like that's like people love that one, but I've I've never seen it. Um, I like Friends. I like The Big Bang Theory is kind of just a show that, like, if I'm ever watching cable for whatever reason, which I rarely do anymore, it just like is on all the time. So, like, maybe you watch it in the background. Show. But, like, in my opinion yes but i do yeah. love me some grays yeah i'd have to say team one just because of grays okay. ian what i'll you say think? team two just be, i'll say team two just because i don't if you know me i don't like the office i think the office is overrated i think friends is also overrated um but i'll, I'll ian you're just a negative nancy today. i'm just a hater is what i am um <laughs> I'll say, I'll say team two because there was actually some decent moments in Game of Thrones. I don't remember much from Game of Thrones. I only just watched the fifth season, but it was all right. Uh, I'll say I'll say for that reason alone, uh, team two. I'm team two. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I don't watch any TV. So the fact that we've talked about This Is Us and Grey's Anatomy in the same episode is, that's full circle for me. That's all I've ever watched. <laughs> um, but... That's why I picked Team One because I've literally I've seen Grey's twice through and I'm currently keeping up with the live, but I've never watched any of the other shows. Not one episode of any of the shows that you guys listed. So there you go. Okay. But don't spo- don't yeah. spoil any Drive to Survive episodes for me, okay? Please. Um, Katie, had any thoughts on why Team yeah, One is, is superior? Um, why Team One? Why is Team One superior? I mean. Grey's is the only show I've seen of Team One, and then Friends is the only show I've partly seen of Team Two, and um, I don't know that because I've seen Grey's more mo- most okay. like compared to all of it. That's what I would say. I guess you're in safe hands with Grey's. Like if anything goes wrong, you're surrounded by doctors, so you're going to be fine. You know, so I think that's a good thing to think about. <laughs> I also okay. should shout out Grace because it's in or it's supposed to take place in Seattle and I'm from Seattle, so I should like Grace, but should. I don't know. I just went with team two. Have I'm you ever team, seen yeah. Grace? 
I watched it for a little bit early on, not um, earlier this year. It's all right. It's like soap opera drama, like not my thing, but I do like Drive to Survive, which is essentially the male equivalent with race car drivers and like cute guys. So that's essentially yeah, why sounds I, the exact same. It's, 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 it's pretty much the exact same. So um, great is okay. I don't hate it, but it, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be my first choice. Okay, fair, fair. Good. Yeah, Good. I will say it's my first it's, choice. <laughs> team one, team one, team one. No, I'm team two. Um, I think Friends is a good show. I think uh, Matthew Perry, Chandler Bing is one of the funniest people in the world. Not going to lie. Isn't he Canadian um, too? Matthew Perry? I'm, I'll Google that because I'm pretty sure Matthew Perry's Canadian. I'm not sure. Anyways, Game of Thrones, obviously, goaded show on Big Bang Theory. Um, not not a lot of people love it. And you're right, Hannah, it's like on TV all the time. But my parents watch it and they think it's funny. It's like, it's kind of a weird humor. You have to like really think about what they're saying. And you have to catch every every word they say to understand the joke. And so other shows like Friends, like How, like How My Mother, um, Brooklyn Nine, you can kind of like watch bits and pieces. And every, every sitcom ever? Yeah, well, there you go, yeah. It was a tough call. The Office is obviously a goat show too. I've never seen Grace personally, but I maybe should. Um, so I'm going team two. I know I'm an HK, I haven't seen Grace. What the hell, right? <laughs> um, anyways, team two, but it's it's close. You seem like their demographic for Grays. And yeah, nursing students, HK students, med students, you name it. We're, uh, yeah. I we're guess a cult. We are a cult. It's bad, but. And I'm just a lonely journalist student who's trying his best in this world in a pandemic, in a panorama. Um, <laughs> it's great. Uh, any, anything else? Is there any other questions or any other takeaways thoughts before we head out here anything else that we're looking forward to this has been a good pod by the way i really enjoyed having you guys come on and discussing this thanks we love to be here happy to be here yeah in exactly this, in, in this uh in this uh void that we all are in online socially hopefully i have I a question actually i might have an answer i was gonna i was gonna say um i know hannah's answer but um what are our thoughts on like particularly sours like as a like a beer <laughs> oh okay so which oh, way so can you hold up a little sour. fancy shout out shout out good, Fort lavender beer shout out because this has changed my life can i can i, I just beer, but it, can i just say there's i know like in the liquor stores around here there's like a Kelowna beer or something there's like it has Kelowna on a label and it's actually just mud water it is disgusting oh. uh would not recommend it and it has Kelowna on it um sour beer is all right I don't mind sour beer again not my first choice but I'm not saying no if I have it I agree I I, I don't really I don't really drink beer but I will drink sours I don't Sounds know like I'm me a fan. Too. it's weird it, it's, it brings me like to a patio with a cold glass in the summer <laughs> and they're just like so like versatile and like different too like True. you can get just like literally sometimes they just say like sour like no flavor nothing it just says like sour and you're like all right what's this gonna taste like and sometimes it's like lavender like hibiscus like peach 
and you know so. oh she's into it <laughs> it's all about you never know what you're gonna what you're gonna find you know um sometimes they're named like like women in line and pawns <laughs> distributing swords is no basis for assistance the government shout out backcountry brewing that's my favorite one um that's good sometimes that's they're just right named there. nothing you know um what was, was the whole what? name well, I was gonna say. So my brother's got into wine, which is actually very fascinating. Neil's actually like that's the, maybe the one sophisticated thing about him is his like interest in wine. Um, nice. But I mean, well, Scott, was it last week or two weeks ago we were talking about white claws? Oh, it was last week because they came out with the raspberry and watermelon ones. Yeah, and, and we were having that conversation about how I just don't like white claws either. Uh, so really, I just hate everything in life except for sour beer. Sour beer is like maybe the one thing I don't hate, but everything else, I guess. Shout I just... out. And your Seahawks, dude. Come on. Uh, Ian, no. what's your go to like drink? Drink of choice, yeah. Yeah. That's a good question. Um, water. I mean, <laughs> obviously, obviously, water. Um, but there, one of my favorite beers, if I get the opportunity, it's very hard to find because the BC government liquor stores are actually dog shit. Uh, but you should try, if you're interested in like dark beer, it's called Fax Beer. F-A-X-E. It's a Danish beer. It's 8%. And two of those, and I have a great sleep. So that's why I am a big... Uh, believer and you gotta get the strong fat like the dark it's in the white can um it's green it's in the black it's in the black can too the one i like the eight percent is in the black can and it is um it's a go-to it's a must-have see that's that's fast get it that that, good one let's go ah yes um that sounds more appealing to me than a sour i think you know what i've seen on also t- like an ipa drinker though an ipa ipas i'm not big on eat like i would much prefer either like a rona or something than an ipa too but that's just me you know what i've seen on tiktok is a lot you know have you seen the meme where it's like girls like uh with the sound in the background like if you put a french fry in like whatever like in ice cream or something like that. And a girl is like, if you put, it shows a picture of herself and then shows either like fireball or vodka, because those are the only two options that ever come up and it's never anything else. It's just like, okay. I mean, you guys should really diversify your choices and try fax beer. Stop trying fireball and and vodka all the time. No no fireball for me. That gives me like indigestion. I have fireball. I don't think you can see it. No, you can't see it, but I have a little bit right back there. Um, Good for skiing, not anywhere else. That's my yeah, for skiing. <laughs> so, so basically you only just get like the little ones at like the counter. You just buy the little ones at the counter and then on like the third run of the day on the chairlift and then you just go and you do it. You no, know, first, run. first run, come on. Yeah. In the, the morning? Ones. Yeah, of course. It has, warms you up. I'm yeah, exactly. so there you go. Much. Perfect. I, I don't know what's happening. Um, <laughs> any, any other uh, hot takes, uh, alcohol conversation? I like the alcohol conversation, by the way. It makes us seem like we're classy and that we, you know, are, yeah. you know, responsible drinkers. Yeah. Speaking, of, speaking of classy, I'm a Stella Artois guy, as you guys know. It's my go-to beer. Ooh. So if you ever buy me, like, a six-pack of Stella, I will, like, cherish you forever. Yeah. So, like, hint, hint. Yeah. Wink, 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 next, next birthday. I turned 21, so... 
not a big deal. Yeah, if you're, if oh you're my looking, god, plugs his birthday for next year. Excuse yeah, me. Of course, of course. Hey, next year we're in person. I will see lots of people, which will be exciting. So, oh, okay. what, Scott, what are you gonna do for your? What are you twenty one now? You're finally gonna get up to like the upper class people, like we all are of twenty one. Uh, yeah. What are you? What are you planning to? Do? Corral is closed, isn't it? You can't go to Corral anymore. Oh, right now, no. Yeah, I know. R.I.P. Corral. Um, I, I normally if, live at Corral. If it if it's open, <laughs> yeah, actually, that's facts. Um, if 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 the Corral's open or whatever it might be called now, um, after like after the pandemic, let's go. But um, we'll we'll see. I don't know. I'm not gonna plan that far in advance. It's uh still still a long way away. But oh, there's that time. Sorry. Oh, I just said there are still quite a bit of months until you're Yeah, born. exactly. I have a whole summer to go through and Oh, I got my vaccine today, guys. Oh what? Yay, yeah, oh, I'm vaccinated. Yay. Uh, there we go. One out of five. You guys are next. We're, well Yay. I wouldn't say next, but you know, someone well, someone you know. brought someone brought up to me yesterday at work uh that I should just move to Texas, that I should just be Joe Rogan and just move to Texas to go cover sports and I'll probably even get vaccinated while I'm down there. Which isn't actually the worst idea. I'm just not trying to get yelled at by a bunch of rednecks for taking the vaccine <laughs> and believing in this pandemic. Um pandemic. That's yeah. That's a whole conversation for another podcast. But congratulations yeah. on getting the vaccine, Hannah. Congrats. That's yeah, you. Thanks. Good job. Big you nurse. Nurse is sat there and took it. So, I mean, I'm like good. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's great. This has been an awesome podcast. Any other, before we go, any other thoughts, hot takes before we sign off here? Uh, thank you to Scott again for coordinating this, for making this possible. Uh, it's been wonderful. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, we will Scott. we yeah, will do course. this again soon when we all aren't crushed at school and going to bed at 4 a.m. I don't know who, you know, not that I would know who's going to bed at 4 a.m., not trying to point names or anything. Um, but thank you again for listening. Hope you enjoyed the podcast and uh, we'll do it again soon. So uh, peace out. Thanks for having us. Bye.